Hello, 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 and welcome to Talent Takeover Unfiltered. We have a very special guest. I feel like all guests are special, but this one I have known for a while. This is Donnie Gupton. Hello, hello. Hey, hello, Donnie. how you doing? Excited to be <laughs> okay. here. All right. So the topic is how to leverage the power of inbound marketing to grow your recruiting business. Before we dig deep into it, Taylor, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Not too shabby. I got my llama shirt on. <laughs> so I feel <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah, you do. Oh, is that that sets the tone for the day? That's, the llama it's, shirt. It's the tone. Yep. I like oh, it. Is that a llama behind you up above you there? Or? <laughs> it is an elephant. They are lucky. <laughs> Which actually, uh, well, go, ahead. go ahead. No, I was going to say, um, which brings me to, you can all now see us. You can hear yes. us and you can see us via YouTube, which is a Millionaire Recruiter YouTube channel. So definitely check that out. Um, you get to see, uh, you know, our, our faces and actually see, you know, what's going on behind the scenes. So, all right, I'll let you take it away, Taylor. And see when we look like shit and when we have a pimple and all the good stuff, when our Botox is fresh and still bruising. Um, make sure you guys listen all the way to the end for our broke to boss tip of the week provided by Donnie. And I'm really, really excited for this episode and excited to hear what you're going to hit him with, Donnie. So let's get right into yeah. it. Welcome to Talent Takeover Unfiltered. When it comes to working hard and keeping it real, we know our shit. Self-care, happiness, inner peace, and time. I'm Brianna Rooney, and this is Taylor Bradley. Hey, y'all. And we have thrived in chaos and turned it into an art form. So, Taylor, what are we doing here today? We're here to give you a raw, under-the-hood view of all things recruiting and finally give credit where credit is due to a long, underrated industry that's full of, quote-unquote, experts. All right. Well, then let's take this show to the road. So as recruiters, you definitely have your hands full. And that brings me to today's sponsor. If you are not already absolutely loving your ATS, you're definitely gonna to wanna to check out Recruit CRM. Recruit CRMs provides an intelligent ATS plus CRM solution that can really help fast track all of your recruiting tasks. You know that we hate admin work. So besides an automated workflow and 100% customizability, Recruit CRM offers five thousand plus integrations. Imagine the time you'll save with all your favorite apps working seamlessly in this system. Michelle Kuntz, Bluebird Recruitment's founder says, we are looking for an alternative to Bullhorn because it was just highly complex to use. So the main thing we were looking at was the ease of use. When we came across Recruit CRM, we were super satisfied with it. I think primarily because of the ease of use that we can quickly use it, that it's easy to make changes within the platform and because support has been really fast. So if you want to learn about their amazing ATS and CRM, check out recruitcrm.io. You can start a free trial or even book a demo with one of their executives at your convenience. The link is absolutely below. So check them out. Um, well, thanks, like I said, for allowing me to be here with you guys. Do you guys uh, want to guide me to where you want me to go? Or you want yeah. me to <laughs> no, actually, Donnie, are we allowed to talk about your app yet? Can we do that? Yeah, yeah, we can talk about the app a little bit. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Because well, we are now. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? We are, we are now. I guess, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I had the privilege of looking at it. I know not a lot of people have seen it yet, um, but it really goes to your topic of your inbound mm -hmm. marketing. And I think just with um, just agency recruiting in general, but not just agency recruiting, every recruiter has to be responsible for essentially their own marketing and how they come across, you know, in the world today. Um, and yep. then like, what, wh why, why them? So I kind of want to talk to you about like how, what have you seen, and then what led you to this app and, and we'll let you plug it. 
Yeah, you know, I mean, I think coming into this industry about six years ago, um, I, I, what I saw was a lot of people doing the same thing, the rinse and repeat, which I call the old school way of, you know, smile and dial, pound the phone, um, which which obviously, uh, you know, with my marketing, it gets confused, like, we have to win on the phone, right? But how we get to the phone is, is really what I've become passionate about, you know, changing in the industry. And so, you know, looking at everything based off of hustle, uh, kind of like Taylor's gotten that, that uh, uh, poster behind <laughs> you. Um, but, but that leads to a lot of challenges, especially for those smaller shops, right? Is, you know, the common thing was like, okay, let's hustle to get the business. Okay, we got the business. Now we need to stop. Now we need to go deliver. Um, and everything in the, in the recruiting, you know, for most organizations was just purely based off of their manual hustle and effort. Um, and so that's where we saw, you know, the opportunity in general to look at how do we attract people? How do we generate more phone calls where both the client or candidate actually wants to be on that phone call? Um, because so much of this industry was like, Hey, let's just find data from zoom info or from Loxo or from one of these places. And then like, we'll just put them through a drip campaign or we'll cold call them or whatever. Obviously, on the recruiting side, it's whatever it takes. But on the business development side, I think there's just so much opportunity um, to go out there uh, and do that better. So that's where when we looked at the app, we looked at, well, you know, how, we really want to be able to add some value, um, make it easier for recruiters to add value, but also be able to contact people where they're at. And what I mean by that is, you know, some people are going to be readily available on LinkedIn. Some people are going to be, you know, on their phone. Some people are going to be responsive to a text message. Some it's just traditional, you know, email, but rather than it being at bulk and at scale, we're really focused on peer to peer marketing and then leveraging technology to make peer to peer marketing more efficiently. So, you know, that's the high level overview. Um, yeah. You, glad you asked. I mean, we haven't even really officially launched it yet. We've got a couple of people trying it behind the scenes in beta and, and we're already seeing some results for it. So I'm super excited. We'll probably have it rolled out here in the next week or two. Nice. Donnie, I'm curious to know a little bit about your background. What led you to come up with that app? You know, tell us about your background. Cause I know you and Brianna know each other. Well, I, I this is yeah. my first time meeting you. So I'd really yeah. love to hear kind of what your experience has been. Yeah. So, I mean, we, I got in the industry kind of by accident. I feel like um, that's how almost everybody. <laughs> like everybody. Like the rest of You know, but for me, it's like I had no recruiting experience uh, at all. I was, you know, which I, you know, for in the beginning, that was imposter syndrome. Uh, now it's like, I think my biggest competitive advantage, right? Um, and mm. what allowed me to do is really look at the industry from a complete blank slate. And what I was looking at is like all these tools and marketing skills that I had developed through years uh, helping, you know, my family business grow, other businesses grow. And uh, I just kind of helped a buddy in the, uh, that owned a staffing agency out in the Bay Area. And all they did was engineers. And that's what really exposed me to the industry. And then that's when I kind of saw like, man, everybody's still doing it kind of this old school way. Like if we can be the ones yeah. that lead on the technology and personal branding and marketing side, there's be a lot of opportunity. And, and that's certainly proven to be true. So that's kind of the brief, the brief background of, of how I got in is really just seeing an opportunity, seeing a place to really solve a problem and solve a challenge for the market. Um, and, and honestly, that's something that's like just the mission of, of what we do is we're passionate about is how do we make getting on the phone easier for recruiters, essentially, um, and, and doing it in a way that we're really building long-term relationships, um, things that are going to be, you know, not quick wins and tactical. Oh, so 
that there's a lot of goodness there. Sorry, guys. There is a lot of goodness. <laughs> well, I'm going to write this down. <laughs> no, my first question, just curious to know, because obviously we, we are in recruiting and we're recruiters. And so we value the recruiting function as a whole. But that's kind of, if you listen to our podcast, um, Donnie, which have you listened, by the way? <laughs> no, I'm going to put on blast. <laughs> he's, no, he's like, uh, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but you know, we value recruiting and that's kind of one of the things that we talk about a lot is that a lot of people don't really see the value in what we do as a function within organizations, even though we're bringing in this talent for finance, for engineering, mm -hmm. um, et cetera. So you not being a recruiter, um, and, but you're so intertwined in this world, do you actually value recruiters? And I mean, there's a right answer here. So I think yeah. that you can... <laughs> Well, I'll tell you the real one offline, but the real one for the show, no. I 100% do, you know, it's, it's, um, I've taken passion in the fact that like, Hey, if I can make a recruiter more efficient through with their business development, then by extension, I actually get to impact the individuals. I think the recruiting professional is one of the most, uh, professions, one of the most unique out there because what profession do Good you answer. get to impact, <laughs> impact an actual organization in a company? And then at the same time, like change somebody's life and career path. Um, I think it's just so inspiring. I think it's such a great, um, it's a great industry. I think that that's also a part of the problem with the industry is there's so many great recruiters that don't know how to market and brand themselves to separate from, let's be honest, there's some transactional recruiters out there that really create a shitty name for this industry. Excuse yeah, me. That's I, that. uh, excuse me. Yeah. But that, that's it's unfiltered, Donnie. <laughs> yep. Okay, good, good, good. So um, yeah, I mean, I think that's, I think that's the big the big opportunity that I see for recruiters and a lot of the frustration is like, you'll, you'll talk to these people that have been recruiting for five, 10, 15, sometimes, you know, 30 years. I work with clients have been in for a while, but then they're frustrated because they have to compete with the, you know, the junior guy who's been in for six months, but knows social media, knows these different things yep. and they feel, they feel behind, you know? So that's one of the missions that, you know, we're working on is like, how do I take somebody that's the best of the best, but doesn't know how to tell that story and bring it to the market. So, you know, I think that this is a, it's a great, you know, industry. Um, like I said, I get a lot of pride when my clients are making placements, like by extension, I was able to, you know, touch and impact that obviously they're doing the, the real work, but, um, yeah, I think it's, I think it's an industry that's continuing to evolve, which is really exciting too. So Donnie, I have a couple questions. I'll just, I'll, I'll be brief on this one, but, um, one, do you, do you promote cold calling? No. No, um, I mean, that's a great answer from a, from a business <laughs> development standpoint. I mean, a hundred percent. No, from, you know, a true HUD head hunting standpoint, I, I think that there's going to be obviously situations where you got to do what you got to do. Right. Um, but I think from a business development standpoint, what I see now is the only people that are still doing that are just people that are so stuck in their ways or haven't taken the time to look at, you know, other, other ways to do it that are actually easier. that are going to be more receptive um, from, from yeah. prospects. And, you know, I mean, this is a rabbit hole I could really run down if you want. <laughs> but, you know, well, it's, it's, it's one of those things like when you, everything I do, and this is just kind of my personality is based around freedom. Right. And one of the things that we pride ourselves on for people that come through our program is actually helping them run a business and build out systems that creates more freedom. It doesn't mean that we're not working their ass off, but you mm -hmm. know, where they're not again, married to everything being, you know, what I put in is what I'm going to get put out. And that's just kind of old school business. And when you really leverage these different new modern technologies, automations, you know, the power of content marketing and things like that, um, you have a lot of things that are working for you, making your, you know, you're working smarter, not harder at that point in time. So 
I mean, just to be blunt, I mean, my main goal and some of the best testimonials I have is when somebody's like, oh, yeah, I used to cold call and I don't. I'm like, hell yeah. Like, that's the yeah. way we're trying to go there. That is so that's, I mean, I used to, uh, my old boss was like, smile and dial, smile and dial. Here we go. You know? And it was just, boom, yeah. boom, boom, boom. We have a call counter, you know? Um, and so I also have not cold called for probably at, at least 12 years at this point. And, um, yeah. I know that's very like controversial and actually, so I have a, um, mass, a monthly masterclass and in there, someone actually unsubscribed from the masterclass because I said, I don't cold call. And I'm right. like, look, like that's old school. Like I feel very passionate about that. And here's all the reasons mm -hmm. why. So I feel so passionate about it. And now I would really like you to be my guest in this. Um, I think in like either it's next month or the month after there's a masterclass on why I don't cold call. And I just, yeah. the passion that just came out of that. And it's, uh, it's just, it's so powerful. And, and, and that's the stuff that used to scare people too, you know, out of right. the, of, out of doing biz dev is because they didn't want to cold call. So it's like, we have so much technology now. It's like, what, what are we doing? Well, how I many just people are going to come up and want to do that, right? Like when you're talking about True. attracting people into your organization, like, I mean, and maybe this is me, maybe I'm just closed minded here, but like, I would never be like, oh yeah, no. Oh, I, I, I just call people hundred people a day, like just randomly. Oh yeah, no, sign me up. I want to do that. That sounds, that sounds like, a, <laughs> you know, a profession I'd want to get myself into. It's like, nah. And I think that's one of the things that I, like, I tell my clients with, Hey, if you build a system like this. Now, when you're attracting people, you can come in and say, hey, we've got a we've got a system in place that helps making your phone calls easier. Right. We're helping your job make, you know, make your job easier, essentially. Um, so, yeah, like I said, it's it's we could go down that one for a while. <laughs> I, I just would love to know, like, who in this world stinks, thinks that cold calling still works, that somebody's going to be receptive to that. It's more like, how did you get my number? You know, I just don't <sighs> see that working and hasn't worked in years. And I couldn't tell you the last time I did it either, Brianna. It was yeah. probably. It was probably, like you said, probably 12 to 14 years ago, but I just don't feel like it's acceptable in this day and age. It's kind of like somebody just showing up to your house. like At your door? Like with their door vacuum? To doors. <laughs> I did door-to-door -door sales and sold security yeah. systems in college, so I, I get it. I was that person, but yeah, I feel like cold calling is kind of like the door-to-door -door sales. It's like mm -hmm. people don't respond to that anymore. So how did you get my number, yeah. you know? Yeah. Well, I think what's, what's interesting from where I sit, because I get so many points of view and people that are talking about cold calling and... Sure. You know, it's like, oh, well, I cold call. I'm like, well, you know, why don't we run some automation? Oh, I would never automate. I would never send an automated message to somebody. I'm like, okay, so you're <laughs> willing to interrupt them at their dinner table on their phone, but you won't send out an automated campaign. All right. I can't even, I can't even keep up with that thinking, but yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So Donna, let's get back to just the inbound marketing because like whenever I hear marketing, um, one, it sounds expensive to me. It's like, okay, what are we mm -hmm. talking about? And then when I think of social media, like how much am I exposing my, you know, my outside life in the social media? So can you walk us through like, like what you actually mean by this? Yeah. So I, I think that there's a couple of elements that we really try to get people to understand and to be effective with internet marketing. The first is, and this is kind of a challenge for somebody that's got a recruiter first mindset. Meaning that like, you know, a lot of people come in working through an agency and, you know, maybe haven't run a full desk yet or whatever it is, you know, but it's really defining a very clear target market. Um, I, I find this to be almost everybody that comes to my program hasn't taken the, the true time to go, this is my sweet spot. These are the types mm -hmm. of companies I want to work with because of A, B, and C. Um, and, and, you know, a part of that is, it, it never, the frustrating part for recruiters is like a lot of times, like it's not a matter of delivery. You probably deliver on most candidates, you know, in a space, but when it comes to building a system, especially inbound, I have to know, you know, uh, who I'm trying to attract. And on the mm -hmm. flip side, they need to know that, that, 
you know, they, that I exist for them, so to speak. Right. So that's what, you know, we call our, our methodology, the relevant recruiter method. And that's the thing is like, well, to be relevant, I need to know who I'm trying to be relevant to. And on the flip side, they need to know, need to know that back. So that's the key foundation. And this is where a lot of people are like, oh, well, I've created a lot of content or I've done this, that, and the other, but you know, I don't see a response from it. Well, nowadays, because there's so much content out there, we're not, we're an in information overload, right? Mm -hmm. If you're going to try to cut through the noise, you better be speaking to somebody. If not, you're just going to get lost and you can have the best like content in the world, but you're just going to be lost in the sea of all these other creators, right? And not talking to a specific audience. And most people that come on the phone with me, they know exactly that I exist for them and what I do and what I'm about. So, you know, the next thing is, is really looking at, you know, well, I need to have an audience. And I think this is why LinkedIn is so powerful is, you know, I can create content and that's fine and dandy, but if there's nobody looking at it, then boy, that's, that's frustrating. And so LinkedIn gives us this, this advantage to really grow a strategic network with the ideal hiring decision makers and or candidates mm -hmm. that, that we want to, you know, ultimately consume our, our media, our content. Um, and then I think one of the other things too, is like when people, I think their knee jerk reaction, when they hear marketing, uh, and what they think of it is actually sales and promotion. So a lot of people come and think of marketing and they're like, oh, well, you know, here's three reasons why you need to work with my company. Here's all. The, and it's all about, you know, again, selling their company. Marketing is about educating your market and adding value. Marketing should be all about your prospect, your client, your candidate. What are their pains? What are their problems? Um, and, and a lot of things that we work on is like, hey, if I can explain to you why you can't fill this position, um, yeah, of course, everybody wants a body in the seat, but this is where there's like a chance to, Hey, if you say you're really good, let me show you. So if I can explain to you some of the frustrations and solve some of these problems for you, then in your mind, I'm not just another recruiter. Now I become an expert and that changes the entire relationship between the client and the candidate. Hey, I, Hey, if you want to be a cold caller and order taker all day long, knock mm -hmm. yourself out. But if you are looking to build strategic partnerships with companies, if you're looking to get quality feedback from the candidates that you submit. This starts from your your client valuing you. And that is the biggest kind of ancillary benefit. Huge. Of course, we want the phone calls, but the biggest benefit is somebody going like, yeah, I'm working with Brianna because she's the shit. And, yeah. you know, um, a lot of people, the only way they get to experience that is actually through working with the company um, or, you know, uh, have, you know, talk to somebody on the phone, but you want your, you want your marketing presence to really share your story so that that whole differentiator, your experience, the value that you brought, you drive or uh, actually drives phone calls for you. And you don't have to wait to get on the phone to, to sell your differentiator. So that's kind of, you know, some of the things that there's kind of a high level on the inbound. Yeah. I think we could almost have put this as how can you go from transactional to strategic partner? I think yeah. that's like, boom, like, 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 that's what this is really about. And I know well, that Taylor's dying to probably dying to say something. You're going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> we better invite Taylor. <laughs> I'm coming. I'm coming. Yeah. I'll be there. Um, I actually love, I want to back up to something you said. I love that you defined for our listeners, the difference in marketing and sales, yeah. because I do, I agree with you. I think that people get the two really confused. Um, as part of Thriversity, we have a ton of people that come to us and they want to know how to start their own recruiting agency. Um, it, it's, it always amazes me how easy people think it is. Like, yeah. hey, yeah, I, I've never recruited before, but yet I want to start my own recruiting agency. So taking it back to identifying your target audience, for those that want to start their own agency, how would you recommend that they go about identifying their target audience? 
Ooh, yeah, great question. So, I mean, I think there's, there's, you know, one of the things, I don't know that there's a right way to, to niche or niche, however you want to say it or target market it. Right. Um, I, you know, Brianna, what I know from you is you had techies for a while. So obviously that was a firm focused on placing tech individuals. Right. So yeah. I think you kind of break it down into, you could always go geographically, you know, uh, I don't know if that's my favorite way, but if you wanted to dominate the LA market, for example, then that, that's one thing to do it. Um, uh, you know, then there's kind of more of the function or department within the company. So tech people or accounting and finance people. And then there's looking at targeting kind of industries or companies, right? So tech companies, software. So I don't know that there's a right or wrong way to go about it, but you want to be something to someone. And I think, you know, what you want to be able to do is be able to, if I were going to send out messaging, which of this audience is this going to hit home with? And that's, that's kind of how far down I want you to drill. Right. So it's like, Hey, if I can be, you know, if I can create messaging, that's going to attract the entire tech, you know, all these different tech positions, then fantastic. And I can communicate that. Then that's great. Because again, keeping in mind that like we're doing things that are digital. So one of the things like, for example, the old school allows me cold calling. Hey, Hey, I can help you with your accounting finance position. Hey, I can help you with your HR position. Hey, I can help you with, you know, I can tailor my message to whoever's on the other line. But when I'm doing something that's going to be online, it's there, right? It's not like that message changes if an HR person comes across it or, or if another person comes, you know, it, it's, it's out there. So, you know, you really want to be looking at, you know, a different industry or industry uh, function or, you know, or the geography. I've seen success, you know, in all of those different ways. And then it's like, well, do I want to work with the Fortune 100 or do I want to work with that mom and pop shop? Because now when I'm starting to communicate with my content, well, hey, you know, the Fortune 100 that has, you know, a ton of red tape, you're usually going to work with HR, you know, you're going to have a completely different messaging strategy get to the door than that small to medium sized company that has one HR professional, no in-house recruiting team. What they're experiencing in terms of their frustrations of attracting talent is an apple and an orange. and I want to be able to figure out, hey, what is your challenge? And I'm going to go help you solve that challenge. So, yeah, that's I mean, that's that's kind of some of the basic advice I would recommend in terms of like, how do I drill down? What are the different ways that I can drill down? I love, love that. that. Yeah, I think that's a really good answer. I think a lot of people wonder that, you know, even us as we've kind of pivoted our business model a couple of different times, it's always about identifying that target audience for us, too, with our different offerings and a different right. offering will hit with a different audience. Yeah. Well, the other thing that's, that's important to remember too is just because I'm targeting that audience doesn't mean I'm going to go pick up something. It's not, doesn't mean that, you know, if I'm targeting for the small and medium size, but I'm also the one that's delivering the most value on the market and, you know, a, you know, a CIO from a bigger company sees it, like they're going to still reach out to you. Right. Mm -hmm. there, there's, but you're, I'm still baiting. I always related to f fishing, right? It's like, if I want to go out and I want to fish for rainbow trout, then I'm going to put bait on that hook that the rainbow trout wants, right? I'm not going to go, oh, well, let's see what, you know, see if he's going to eat the same thing as the salmon does. It's like, no, <laughs> let's just keep feeding these guys what they want. Let's make it easy, right? Yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah it, it's, I think that's the most important part is just knowing who I'm communicating to, but also understanding that, you know, um, uh, I will attract other people outside of my, my core target market just be by showing up and being, you know, powerful authority. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a really good point. So I guess that leads us perfectly into the broke to boss tip of the week. What advice would you give to the listeners? So my advice is always to keep your foot on the gas of business development. And, I, and the reason I, I say this is because I've seen this kind of happen twice in the last couple of years now, 
where pre-pandemic, you know, we were in a very hot market and a lot of recruiters were just kind of resting on their laurels and like, no, I'm busy. No, I can't, you know, nope. Just going to focus on what I have to fill. Um, and then the pandemic hits and it's like scramble mode. Like, oh, I don't have a process in place. I don't know how to get new clients. I don't right. know how to do this. And yeah. we saw the same thing happen again. It's, it's circled back again, right? So the pandemic, we got, you know, finally out of being locked in our homes all year long. And now there was this big rush to hire. And in some industries, it's, you know, staying that way. But there's a lot of slowdown that's happening with this, mm -hmm, you know, yeah. recession that's going on. And then what happens is we're back to square one because we don't, we're not working systems and processes. We're working tactics is the biggest challenge I see with a lot of the industry, right? So yeah. the thing is, is to always be doing uh, business development. Now I'm not telling you to not deliver because that's the value, right? But one of the things that a lot, this allows you to do is always turn over your client roster. And it's not about, you know, when, when I'm in a scarcity mindset, I'm just looking for that next client and hoping that like it works out. But when I'm in an abundance mindset and I can attract abundance of clients, then I'm constantly going, nope, you don't work for me. I like you because you give me feedback, because you pay me on time, because mm -hmm. this, that, and the other. Now I'm in a position of a power reserve. I'm not an order taker. I'm the leader in the market. So always keep your foot on the gas. Always be loading that pipeline of prospects for business development. I love that. That's really good advice. I feel like you're talking to us, Donnie. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm like, I'm kind of going through that. But, you know, I've been in the industry for so long and I have made missteps like this. Um, and it's really difficult when you talk about the abundance and like everything's just great. Like literally you're, you're like firing people left and right. You're feeling great. And then all of a sudden, you know, boop, got caught with your pants down and you're yep. now a stinky cheese. You know, like that's yeah, why exactly. it was called what a stinky cheese. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Wait, you're firing people left and right? What? <laughs> no, companies. I think you should clarify. No, no, oh, no, no. Okay. Sorry. I think you should clarify Sorry. that. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. let me clarify. No, when you're firing companies, like Donnie was saying, like if they're not yes. working for you, the clients yeah. just suck, whatever. You're just like, nope, yeah. sorry. You're just dropping them, you know, like a sack of potatoes. Yeah. We actually have a whole yeah, well, um, it, podcast episode, Donnie, on shitty clients, <laughs> like characteristics oh, of shitty sure. clients. I'm sure For you sure. have a lot of content that we could have like a part one, two, three, and probably even 37 with all oh, the we feedback. Could, we, could go, we could go crazy for sure. Yeah. But you know, I mean, just from where I sit, because I work with so many different, you know, recruiters in this space. And it's like, it's, it's, it's clear to me, even clients that go through my program and implement and then take their foot off the gas, right. Versus the ones that are just, have, again, systematized this. Those people aren't slow right now. They're still humming along because, mm -hmm. and I think this is the last, you know, point to make here is, when markets shrink, people are looking to work with the best in the market. Their, their dollars can only go so far. So I'm not going to, you know, I think the knee-jerk thinking might be like, well, they're going to go for the cheapest. But I, I, would, I would argue that the people are going to go for the best because they know that they only have this much budget. I want to make sure that I get an ROI on this for the budget. So the point is, is like, if I'm out there leading the market all the time, then when this market shrinks, yeah, my revenue might, might not hit my numbers, but I'm still going to be the one that's taking what's available because I'm the leader mm. in the market. Mm -hmm. Yep. I love that, which I think is a whole other episode on how you stand strong on your fees because it does mess with your psyche, the industry, yep. and it doesn't necessarily give you more revenue. Um, love that. Ooh, Donnie, the relevant yeah. recruiter. Love that. <laughs> thank, yeah. thank you so much. Really glad that, you know, I've, I was uh, on your podcast quite a few years ago, which is funny, Donnie. Today, just today, I had someone reach out to me who is taking your program and that heard our podcast way back when. I'm like, <laughs> what are the chances that I'm talking to Donnie today on mine? And then he hits that me up awesome. today. Yeah. So he's enjoying your program. That so, cool. so that's awesome. Who's that? 
Uh, at the top of my head, I don't know what his name is. Okay. <laughs> I know what he looks yeah. like. No, that's that's funny. Yeah. Uh, but this is awesome. So we'll definitely share, you know, um, in in the bio and the link and stuff, you know, how to get a hold of Donnie, what you do best. Um, but this is awesome. Thank you so much. And everyone, we will definitely see you next Tuesday. Yeah. Thanks, Thank you guys for having me. Had a great time. Bye.